I'm Kimberly Amici. Welcome to the Build Your Best Family podcast. This is a practical show to help you imagine, plan, and build your best family. We believe that the secret to having a happy family is not being perfect, but having purpose. Each week, I'll be sharing with you lessons I've learned and conversations I've had that will help you become who you want to be together. As a mom who uses social media to build my business, I've been challenged to consider what I'm posting online and why I'm posting it, and the impact it'll have on my family. I'm not alone in this. That's why I've circled up my friends, Noelle Rhodes and Jess Carey, to talk more about this. Hello, ladies. We are together today so that we can talk about social media, specifically us being on social media. Mm -hmm. I know there's lots of conversations going on about what to do with our teenagers who are constantly on their phones and posting things. But guess what? We're posting things too. And I think how we behave online, what we're sharing online, what we do professionally impacts our family and it impacts our kids, especially when it's on social media, because it's for all the world to see. So I really wanted to dig deep into this topic because it's something that we've quite frankly, never had to think about before. It's social media is not new anymore, but we're starting to see the ripple effects of its newness years ago and how it's impacting our children and our family members. And so I thought we could talk a little bit about this subject. What do you, what do you guys think? I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about our posting strategies. (laughs) (laughs) At least when it comes to our kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So when I first, okay. So Facebook. Facebook was the first thing, right? Facebook rolled out. We were super excited to share everything. That's how we kept in touch with everybody. That's how my parents knew what was going on, how we could kind of show off to our friends from college and people we weren't in touch with anymore. And and now social media has become so much more than that. And this issue of, are we posting our children? And if we're doing that, when, where, how has become something that we need to talk about. So tell me a little bit, you guys, like, what is, do you have any policies on this? Do you show your kids or not show your kids? That's the question. My, so my policies have changed and evolved, which Mm -hmm. is allowed in parenting. Yes. Just need to say that for myself. Anyways, I don't post without their permission. Now, context is I have teenagers. So it's a little bit different because their friends are on social media. Neither of my children at this point of the recording <laughs> have social media. And, or I should say, they don't have social media apps on their phone. I mean, they can, they've looked at TikTok videos with us and I'm sure they've seen stuff on Instagram, you know, whoever they're sitting next to, but they themselves don't have those apps on their devices. And that's the decision that we've made. But because the majority of their friends don't have weird parents like they do, who have these crazy ideas, we have made a decision to not, we don't, I, well, my husband doesn't do social media at all. Okay. So I'm the only, I'm the only culprit in this family. And so I've made the decision to not post anything about any of them, even my husband, without their explicit permission, because it upsets them when I don't. And I think for me, 
I had, it took me a little bit of time, but I realized like, I guess I would, I would ask anybody for their permission at this point, if I can put their photo on my account, because now, you know, getting people can, you don't know people's stories and as to why they don't want to be on social media. Maybe it could be for a safety reason. Who knows? Obviously that's not the case for my kids, so to speak, but like, I would want to extend the same courtesy to my teenage children and obviously my husband that I would do with anybody else. Now, when they were babies and toddlers, they were like constantly on social media. And do I regret that? Well, let's talk about that later. <laughs> but I want to hear Jess has to say, what do you do, Jess? Well, actually, I'm surprisingly similar to you, Noelle. My kids don't have social media on their own devices. They don't have those accounts, but their friends do. Okay. And their friends actually follow me, which is like weird. Yeah. Kind of. I'm like, why are you following me? Like I have all these like middle schoolers following me. Yep. Yep. (laughs) But so again, I don't post anything about them unless I ask them if I can, but I also don't post anything that would reflect poorly on them at any point. Like even if it could be manipulated or misconstrued, you know, it's really like, praiseworthy posts are pretty much all that I post about my kids. Again, like I think about fast forward, you know, 15 years down the road when their employer is like looking for who they are and what they're about. And, you know, I don't want something that I posted that I thought was funny because they were being cheeky in a moment, you know, to, to reflect poorly on them down the road. So, but I will say this, I changed that policy relatively recently. So when I sort of took on a more professional social media presence, that's when that policy changed. Before that, I only had a private social media account and and no one could see any, no one, quotations, could see my posts unless I was personally friends with that. Right. And we we started posting pictures of our kids. We we didn't want to do that initially at all. But we moved abroad. So we were living internationally. And the easiest way to share our day-to-day life overseas was actually social media. That's how all the grandparents could see what the kids were up to, what they were doing, and you know, all of that. But we had friends that we met early when we were young parents who were adamant, like, do not put your kids on social media. You're stealing their privacy. Like, how will they ever have a choice? You know. So we felt a bit convicted at first about starting to post, but you know, yeah, totally some Christian shame. (laughs) That's funny that you said the overseas thing because we, I think we used a lot of Facebook to post about our kids because we were overseas as well. And that was just where, Hey, if you want to see what they wore on Halloween, you're going to have to check Facebook. So I totally, I totally get that aspect. Kimberly, what is your policy? So I have not really had a policy and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this. Cause I kind of, so my, my platform is all about family. Right. And so, you know, I sit on and on some of these, you know, like we're all in called creatives and you sit and you listen to these trainings and they're like, you know, if it's your professional account, you don't need to be posting your kids. And I'm like, but I think I need to show my kids. Like, <laughs> talking about family, my family culture, what it is that we do, what it is that we love. Like, and part of a lot about what I speak about on the, on the, this podcast and a lot of what I speak about in the work that I do is the things that have transformed our family and 
made us who we are and given us our identity and our family brand and what's made us a family team. And so it's so integrated into the work that I do that it's hard to leave them out of it. So I have just... I just was like, yeah, heck yeah, I'm going to post them all over the place. And especially if I have really cute pictures of them. And so I started to feel bad when I heard people online saying, don't, don't post your kids. Why are you posting your kids? You know, I never, or somebody else was like, I never show my kids faces. And I was like, what do you mean? And so I, wait, can I just stop there for a second? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, Noel. Okay. (laughs) I do think it's, and, and. I hope this doesn't ruin the ratings of your show, but no, I do. I, mean, I don't know say, what you're going to say, but I hope not. <laughs> I feel like, you know, when people post a picture of their family and they put a sticker on their kid's face mm-hmm. or they blur it out, I feel like it makes everything feel very suspicious. <laughs> you know what I'm it's like is it their kids are like wanted suspects for some sort of crime oh, or, gosh. or like right. there's a story behind it. I'm like, and Listen, I'm just being blunt and yeah, yeah. your listeners. Well, I actually, I have a friend who does that, but she only does it because she fosters kids and and those are foster kids. So her little, you know, the coverage, that is a protective thing, but not for everybody. That's true. Not for everybody. Yes. (laughs) I totally get that a hundred percent, but I, I know people and I'm like, are you blurry? Just don't put their kids are in the witness protection program. (laughs) Don't put the photo up. But okay, I know that's a that's a very unpopular opinion. I just said so. No, I mean I get it. I mean I would rather I would rather not post it than have that on it. Like if if I I understand that the foster child that's that's a completely different story. Different story. Story. Um, I'm behind that. But if I was posting my own children but didn't want you to see them, I just. I just wouldn't post it. Yeah, why it. post it? Yeah, yeah like, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. It seems silly. Like, yeah. why take the photo? Just take you and your husband if you just want people to see that you're like part of a family or I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I have been challenged because like you, a lot of my children's friends will f- follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they will like things. And we may talk about more about this later, but I've had different sorts of feedback from my kids. It's not like, I guess the biggest, well, number one, they don't want me to post a picture of them where they're ugly. So like the picture that I think is beautiful (laughs) and they think is horrible of themselves. And I'm like, you look stunning. And they're like, "Ah, that's an awful picture of me. And I'm like, we're going to do this. We're going to argue over that. Like, this is going to be the thing. So I haven't really listened to my kids' wishes on that. Like, I'm not a take or downer. Like, yeah. like, I'm just kind of like, you look gorgeous. Shut up. Like yeah. staying there. I got, I got, I got 50 <laughs> likes on that. There's no way I'm taking that down. Like I am not going to mess with your algorithm. If you take it down, mommy's got a good platform. <laughs> well, Excuse recently me. I, so for the first time I had my daughter join me in a, a little video right. for I my Instagram. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it was about her. Like it yeah. was, it was basically like a testimony of something great that she had done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is worth sharing because when you raise a kid, you know, well, and you raise them to know Jesus, they grow up and they, they help other kids. And this is what happened. Right. And so I asked her, I said, Hey, do you want to join me and like, talk about it with me, you know, for Instagram? And at first she was like, I don't know, like, I don't <laughs> know how to do that. You know? and and felt quite uncomfortable. And I said, Hey, we can just sit here. We'll have a conversation. If you don't like it, I won't post it. 
And I said, but I'll let you watch it. And if you think it's okay, then, you know, I'd love to share. I'd love to share it from your mouth because it's Mm -hmm. your story. And she goes, okay, mom. So we sat there and she told her story. And like you, Kim, like everybody loved that pose. They were like, oh my gosh, amazing, you know? But I think that you have to be selective, you know, like what you're going to post and make sure that they're on board. Like they can own that Mm -hmm. because that's their life not yours. And, yeah. You know, especially like yeah. Noel, we have middle schoolers, you know, we don't have right. TV babies that really, you know, they can't talk back to right. us yet. They're, they're like friends in like daycare and like trash talking them because <laughs> their mom posted, but I, I have a funny story. So it's not funny, but it's interesting in that I'm on TikTok because I do comedy. So, so if you're going to look me up on Instagram or TikTok, it's going to be, I'm a character of some sort. So it's not always a, it's not appropriate to put my family in the feed because it doesn't really work, but you may see them occasionally in like an Instagram story. But because a lot of my comedy has to do with New Jersey, the way TikTok works is it feeds that information to people who are local to me, first and foremost, but also anybody in Jersey. So my kids' friends all for the most part, follow me. And like when they see me, they're always quoting a line from like a skit or whatever. The funny thing is, my kids don't, they don't think it's funny, like, cause it's mom, you know? So they don't know any of this stuff. They don't know like the skits or not social media. So they're, they're, they don't get it. But I had one child who someone went up to them in school and was trying to like burn them for me being on TikTok, you know? And they were like, Oh, I saw your mom on TikTok. And my child was like, well, weird. Why are you watching my mom on TikTok? That's kind of weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the I kid love was, your kid. And the kid was like, oh, and then everybody else was like, Yeah, why are you watching her mom on TikTok? That's like weird. <laughs> and then, you know, he just like turned around and like it just didn't work. But because I I, I think I sometimes have to remember remember like that it, what I do online is probably could be reaching people I don't actually expect, like seventh grade boys, you know, and, and how, you know, it, will they use that fodder against my kid? I was happy that they were able to handle it in that moment, but I would hate for it to be something that's like something I have to deal with every day in school. That's a bit, a big concern for me. So I'm still navigating that. I have no good, I got no a- good answers on that, but that is definitely, I'm like, whew, I hope this isn't like a thing that they've got to have to always handle. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's what, <laughs> It's not my kids that have given me a hard time. It's right. their friends or people that they know that give them a hard time, that that's right. when it becomes an issue. Yeah. So, you know, my kids, they they just grew up with me posting things and they know I do this podcast and they know that I do good work and I speak somewhere and I do this. And, but I, like, I've shared a few things and it's their friends that will say something. So I can remember the first time I posted about, oh, I had an episode on, on teaching your kids about sex. And I didn't, I wasn't explicit in the comments, but I made, so I said something in my caption. So here's the thing. Their friends aren't just looking at the pictures. They're reading the captions. And yeah. it was like something about talking to your kids about sex from an early age, start when they're young, make it normal, that, that kind of thing. And they were like, Oh, like, you know, like just stupid stuff. Another thing right. I described something that my, my son had said to me, his, his friends had called him a try hard. And so I kind of did a post on like, what's up with this try hard mentality, like anti try hard mentality, like right. in our culture today. Right? right. So his friends are like, 
Oh, dude, you totally told your mom what we said. Again, they had to read that whole caption. It They had to hit more to see what I had to say about it, but they read it and they're saying these things to him. And, and he did give me a hard time, but he was also like, it's okay, mom. Like, it's what you do. Like, he's like, it's wow. okay if I'm a try hard. Like, and he was okay with it. So that was the beginning of me starting to become more intentional about what I was saying. Right. You know, if I'm mm-hmm. referencing a child, I'll say a child. I won't call their name out. Like, I won't tell you which one was the one who said something to me that caused me to think, or, you know what I mean? I try to sort of be vague and clearly only share really positive things, positive takeaways. Yeah. I mean, I'm listening to this and this is a very interesting conversation because it's tough. Our, our kids' stories are also our stories too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It mixes. And like, I think about my own child who he said, I can talk about this. Don't worry. But like, he has a disability and the he has an amazing story. We've gone through so many things and some of it we've documented via social media. But then I'm at the point now where I'm like, whoa, like I got to be careful that this story doesn't become like exploited in a sense. Like I need to let yeah. this be his because it's so, it's really powerful. It's really encouraging, but it's tough to know the line. Like you know, as a mom, I have my perspective of watching my kid go through something and overcome and, you know, have all these, have a really positive outcome. But like you were saying, I I think Jess, you were saying like years from now, how does this play out for him? Does he really want that to be like in in internet? Be the thing that people grab a hold of. And, or even define him. Yeah. So it's just, now I feel a little bit hesitant to put in this stuff online because I don't know. I just, I have like a, I don't, I can't even quant like really put like good words to it, but I just have a little bit of a check in my spirit is like the Christianese way of saying it. Yeah. A little like thing inside of me going, just don't post that yet. If you need to say that, maybe say it, you know, with friends, like, oh my gosh, or call up your friend, like this amazing thing happened or like, look how far we've come. But maybe the whole world doesn't need to know that. I don't yeah. know. That's yeah. just for me in my situation, but it's tricky to see like, when is it their story? And when is it also my story and who gets to tell it? Right. And then also you run that, that balancing act of being real, being authentic, yep. right? Like this is real life, family life. It's messy. Kids are messy. They're hard. They're great. They make your head swivel every day, you know, and, and saying those types of things like, which, you know, could be demeaning, you know, yeah. and when it, when a middle schooler grabs a hold of it, right. right it's right. like, Oh, your mom hates you, you know, kind of a thing or whatever. Like, right. Right. Middle schoolers are incredibly creative in yeah. their bullying. They are like, I, telling you I read some of my daughter's text messages like because you know I'm that parent but no like I said last time I'm this bark thing like just shows me when there's something I should be aware of so I'm like reading these things I'm like where are these kids coming from seriously how do they even come up with this stuff I I don't think I was ever that and maybe I was and nobody just documented it it wasn't there for all the world to see but yeah, I think that's the thing that I worry about the most is that someone will grab a hold. They'll grab a hold of one thing, 
one off-color comment and then it will literally morph into the most awful experience for my child. Yeah. Those are some really great things to consider. I was listening. I went to an author's like, you know, reading, speaking event here locally. And it was Danny Shapiro who wrote the book Inheritance, Mm -hmm. which is an autobiography. And the question was asked, like, how do you know what you can share in a book since you're sharing other like things that are going on in other people's lives. And I love her answer because she talked about an instance that she shared in the book about her daughter. And she said about how her daughter, I can't remember if it was an argument or something, but anyways, the daughter ended up going into her room and shutting the door. And she's like, it's my story is to not, it's not my job to tell her story, nor it is my right to tell her story. She's like, but I am going to tell you my story, what happened on my side of the door. So I'm going to tell you how I felt, how it impacted me. I, you know, I can't go into her details and her specifics, but I, but I do have a story to tell that comes out of it. And if I can keep Mm -hmm. that in mind, I'm, I'm probably not doing this explanation justice, but this idea of, What's happening on my side of the door, I can share. What's happening on her side of the door, I can't share. So what is it about? So I challenge myself when I go to write a caption and I go to write something. I'm like, am I telling her story for people or am I just telling my story? Like trying to differentiate between the two as I'm writing these things down. Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, I hate to say this though. I mean, this is the part that's, I'm going to be the Debbie Downer, but I just get so concerned because the tenor of the culture is they take one little line and it can be exploited, exaggerated, like flipped on it. I mean, we've seen this and I'm not like trying to get into anything here, but I've just canceled culture so thick Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I, I am a person who really believes in obviously like freedom of speech, (laughs) like I'm passionate about stuff, but I'm also like, a little bit, I'm honest, like sometimes I'm afraid that something could be misconstrued and used against my kid, you know? Mm, So it's like, I think this is an important conversation to talk about now because I don't want to make decisions what I do and not do based out of fear. That's what we're about in family culture, right? But I do Mm -hmm. want to be based, I do want to be a logical decision based out of what is reality of right now and what is best for my family. It just, it can be hard to see the line, but I like what you said about Danny, you know, saying that they wrote from their side of the door, you know, but I would say you take it even a step further now and be like, you'd almost have to explicitly say, this is my like account of what happened my side of the door and <laughs> yeah, my yeah thoughts, all the disclaimers you almost have to disclaimer everything now yeah yeah and I gotta tell you it's like a, it's a bit of a hassle so I, sometimes I'm like I'm not even gonna talk about this yeah I don't want well, the other thing everything. that I love I just want to say so Kim and Noel you guys both mentioned like how your kids handled circumstances that were brought up you know from mm-hmm. your your social feeds So I think that that also is part of this whole conversation. It's like, we have to raise kids that are strong enough in their own self-confidence that no matter what comes their way, whether it's from their, your, you know, their mother's social media feed or their Mm -hmm. own or whatever, that they have to own that and be strong enough to overcome whatever might, might be headed their way. Yeah, And so I think that that's also part of it. It's like, 
we can't control the internet. We just can't. It's out there. Like, I mean, you know, we've, I'm sure we've posted incriminating photos of our kids. I I know I have. Yeah. Uh, And, and I don't even know where they are at this point. Like it would be impossible (laughs) to reel back into history and be like, Oh, that's not a great photo. You know? I'll find them. So I think it's just giving our kids tools to deal with people as they come and as they're horrible, you know, and, and say mean things or whatever to mm-hmm. have them rise above that and say, you know, does, does their opinion really matter? Or does mine, my yeah. opinion should matter more. I gave birth to you. I love you far more and I feed you every day. So, Hey, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, I had my oldest, she told me, um, one of her girlfriends, t- she's like, mom, she said that low key, your Instagram account is her favorite account. Like, 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 yeah, I was kind of like, you know, don't tell her, but I really love her account. But don't tell anyone because I'm a teenager and your mom's account is my favorite account. Um, But so that like, you know, like that was almost confirmation to my daughter that I don't want to say that I'm doing the right thing, but like that I'm doing something that matters. I mean, I hope I'm doing something that matters. And so that felt really good to have her say that. You know, and for the most part, my kids have been pretty sort of like, you know, like, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I know. You know, and they will we like forgive we'll, you, mom, yeah. for being on right. social media. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll get pictures done that I share on social media and my girls, they want to see they want to see how they turned out. Even my son. Let me see. Let me see. Of course. And they'll tell me which ones that it's OK for me to post. And then they always want that birthday pic post. Oh my gosh. If I forget the birthday post, because that's what they share on with their friends and their friends all get to see it. And and so there's this sort of tension with my kids. And so I do want to be attuned to what they have to say, but I also, and then, you know, post and with wisdom, but at the same time, like still fulfill what I feel like I'm called to do and share what I feel like called to share. So well, that's a huge piece to it. I think our kids have to know why we're posting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I There's a difference between just posting some pictures of your children because you want to, because you're the mom and this is what I get to do because I'm the mom. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like upsetting them, right? But yeah. th- then there's like, why well, post? This is like relevant to what I do, right? As like part of my calling mm-hmm. you know if they understand the why behind it and it's not just to like embarrass them or whatever mm-hmm. but then they're saying okay well like mom does silly comedy stuff because this is what she does there they can they sort of can un- they can get behind it a little bit more you know mm-hmm. right. there's no reason to it well i mean think about that i don't know if i i don't know if i'd like my mom posting a bunch of pictures of me if there's no reason to it I'd kind of be like mom right what are you doing? Like enough already. You look like you're obsessed with me. Stop it. You know? <laughs> oh, I think, I think my that's in my, my notes daughter. somewhere. My, my mom does that. Did I put that in the notes? My mom always no. posts pictures of me, especially ones I don't like and tags me. So they go in my feed and my friends will come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, I saw your hair in the eighties. And I'm like, yeah. Thanks mom. Right? <laughs> and I'll untag myself because I'm like, why are you doing uh, that? <laughs> the, I have a cousin that does the same thing. She, I don't know how she finds all these images. I don't know where they came from. I didn't give them to her, but she has them. And literally she'll tag me. And I'm like, no, that was like a perm circa 1985 with red plastic glasses. Please help a sister out. Like, yeah. don't tag me in that. Yeah, yeah but that's so, so in right now. Yeah, I know. I'm probably glasses, would look cool. You'd, yeah. be, you'd be so cool right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, we could, we could maybe 
do, I don't know. There's gotta be like an Instagram filter. I could try it out without actually doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say the one thing that I do, I have listened to my kids about, not that I don't listen to them, but I, if I post something political and I don't often post things political, but when I think there's things that I feel like I need to say, or that I just want to share with people, I will hide their friends from being able to see those in stories. Did you know that you could go in? I didn't know you could do that. Yes, you can go in. Well, once I did it, because I was going somewhere and I knew I was going to post and I knew there were people that weren't really invited and I didn't want them to see it. So then my friend's like, you can hide it. And I was like, really? Uh, No, it's horrible, but... I don't know if I should edit Now that all part. your friends are going to be trying to figure out what <laughs> now they're they gonna be like, not where, where did she go to? that I wasn't invited? <laughs> what was I not invited to? It wasn't my fault. I did not invite them. Anyways, there is a That's setting. That's a whole nother podcast. A- so there is a setting where you can go in and you can choose the people that you don't want to see your story. And so if I post something huh. that I they, they just, they've let me know, like, they just don't want to get pushed back. They just don't want to deal. That I will go in and I'll find there's at this point, there's only about maybe 10 kids that follow me that, that my friends care, that my children care about, meaning that there's other, other kids at their kid, that their school, that they're just not close with, that they don't really care if they see me. I'll go in and I'll like click all those names off, but then I'm admitting I dressed up for Halloween and I looked super cute. And none of their friends got to see it because I forgot to turn the setting back on. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't see you either. You didn't? No. I, am I on No, this I list? think that needs to be a repost. Kim. I think that's yeah. a repost. algorithm issue. Yeah, I will. I guess I'll have to repost. <laughs> you need to, yeah, because um, I never saw it either. And, and you told me about it. And now I'm so yeah. like curious. Yeah. Well, okay, Kim, what were you? Like, we're just Cruella. off topic. Oh, but the okay, new Cruella. This. The new Cruella. Mm-hmm. I need to see this. The yeah. sexy Cruella. Yeah. yeah. It was very cool. The makeup, everything, they did all of it. It was so fun. But yeah, so you can hide. So I will hide. I will, huh. I have, I have, and I will continue to take into consideration what my kids have to say about that. And if it's something that's a hot topic, that's just not something they want to deal with, that's fair. Yeah. And I'll just go ahead and I'll, I'll hide those posts. Interesting. Yeah. I, wow, I run into powerful. this as well, which I think is, I don't know awkward at this point at best is, you know, I'm a Christian author. Like I talk about Jesus pretty much all the time Mm -hmm. and, you know, my kids' friends and their circle of influence is not all Christian. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then there's like these unrealistic expectations set on my kids and Mm -hmm. on, and on myself to be fair, that we're like supposed to be some like holier than thou family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my kids should never, ever do anything wrong or even like mildly disobedient, you know? Hmm. And so there's this perfectionism sort of set over them. And and we've only just started to see the the fringes of that. So that's something else that I don't mm. I don't really know how to deal with. I don't mm. know how to tell, you know, my kids like you don't have to be perfect. Like being Christian doesn't mean you have to be perfect. It just means yeah. you want to, you know, you want to do your best to be like Jesus, who yeah. was perfect, but you're never going to get there. And that's okay. Right. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah that's hard. You know, half the kids at my child's children's school, which I've, I knew about this two years ago, but then I was just recently reminded about, knew me as Jesus Kim. 
Oh my goodness. Even the teachers, yeah. it got to the Jesus point where like, Kim, yeah, on. it even got to the point where like one Sorry. of them, like the kids that weren't friends with my, with my kids or like they were acquainted with my kids and kind of knew me from over the years. Their moms are friend with me. They'd be like, yeah, Jesus Kim. And they'd say it in class. And the one, the history teacher, they knew like, my son's mom is Jesus Kim. And too I was, good. I'm sorry, Kim. This is too good. You need to own that hashtag. You're Jesus I look, Kim. Somebody change your handle. I tried to do different versions of it because I was like, oh, that'd be so fun if I was Jesus Kim. Your friends would love this. And she's like, no, no, don't do that. And I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna this, do it. This show needs to be rebranded as family <laughs> culture with Jesus Kim. <laughs> yes. That's oh my what goodness, needs to happen yes. next. Well, I There's could never funny pull it off because it would be more like Jesus, Jess. Like it would yeah, right? never be the, like actual right. Jesus, Kim. <laughs> yes. So, you know, and it still lingers, you know, my, you know, we've had some new friends come in the house lately and they're like, oh yeah, we know, we know Jesus, Kim. Like, I'm like really? Cause I just met you. And they're like, no, we knew t- two years ago. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. Are all of these families, are, are they like from all different walks of life? And that's why it's like, oh yeah, we know her because she's the Christian one. All different walks of life, I would say. Like, in other words, like they're, don't they're, go they've to church. got Jewish friends. They've got Islamic yes. or Muslim friends. Yeah, like, I mean, cetera, they, they have. You come from a I very don't know small how, town. I come that's from, the, yeah, it's a very yeah. small town. There's like, a, my, my daughter's graduating class was 140. Wow. Maybe 135. Tiny. And so like, you know, all you need is like half of our friends have, you know, three to four kids and all you need is for one to tell the other and then the other. And it's just, it just kind of has become this thing. And so I would say that, yeah, you know, we've like you, like we are a Christian family and people know it. And I talk about it online and, you know, I don't think anybody's paying attention, but they are. So yeah. Hmm. Well, I think that also begs a question too, Noelle. So how, like, how big is your kid's school? Is it like humongous? Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. We have 1,200. Yeah. And, it's about the same. you know, like 1,200 in the school? No, in the. Well, yeah. It's, it's, so it's just about 600 per grade. But it's, I mean, that's a lot of kids. Like, I, I yeah. wouldn't even know because my account is public. There could be kids following me. I wouldn't even know to deselect them for stories. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that would become an almost impossibility for me yeah. to go in and like, oh, I don't well, know. I'm, I'm I don't more know concerned about is. the besties, you know, like the yeah. six or seven people that are in and out of my house. Yeah. Sit at lunch table with my kids. Yeah. You know, that's but, but who's to say, well, I mean, I, like you said, you're in a smaller town. So mm-hmm. those besties are really, really like critical. Mm-hmm. I mean, my kids have best friends, but who's to say that some other snot nosed kid in the school yeah. doesn't see something. And then it like shoots like wildfire. And then all of a sudden the besties are like, I didn't see that. Like, how did they see that? You know? And then I feel really bad. So sorry. <laughs> now I got to think about that. that. No, that I just, I know. off the I table now. <laughs> no, cause it's a good point. That's a good point. I don't, I wouldn't know. I would not yeah. know who's following mm. me. I don't so know who's following me. So here's a question. Is Facebook different than Instagram? And I have some thoughts on this. I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I think that people can be judgy about not posting your children on Instagram, but yet they post them on Facebook. And here's the thing about Mm -hmm. Facebook is that 
I, I, I don't go on Facebook anymore because I just, I am emotionally not strong enough to see <laughs> that everybody's having fun without me, that everyone's going on vacations that I'm not going on or that their kids are accomplishing more than me, period. End of story. Like, wow. I mean, I just, so are you I, saying that that's more of an issue on Facebook than Instagram? So, he, so like, yes, I don't think you okay. see as much of that on Instagram or at least not in the way you see. I feel like Facebook, everyone posts a ton of stuff. They don't second guess whether or not they should post their kids, but you're posting it. So for me, if I post my kids on Facebook, more people that we know are seeing it than if I post them on Instagram. So like, I think that's a generational thing, right? I think that's a generational thing. Yeah. So like a hundred of my friends in town are seeing everything I post on Facebook, but maybe 15 are seeing what I post on Instagram. And I would say that's in general. What do you think about that? I mean, like, so people that you, I know that you're only friends with, right? So only the people that you're friends with on Facebook, see your stuff. Yeah. But I feel like more people, you know, see your stuff than people that you don't know. So it's this idea of strangers versus people, you know, and, and like, I would rather have strangers see my kids on Instagram than the person that lives down the street. That's nosy knowing what's going on in my kids' life <laughs> on Facebook. I guess, but then I guess for me, well, first of all, you can actually, and you should be aware of the settings of privacy mm-hmm. on Facebook because yep. if you're not aware of them, anybody can see anything. But so I adjust those, but I think, I think for me, what, has been helpful for me just in general and and I apply it to I try to apply it in all the areas of social media less of Facebook which I think you bring up a good point is why am I showing up on social media at all and yeah. if I'm if I'm answering that question typically my kids are not going to be equation every once in a while I may share like an old photo of them on Facebook because I do have my settings set in a way where the people I want to see that photo will see it you mm-hmm. know, and the people I don't won't, but for TikTok and Instagram, I have a reason why I'm showing up now and it doesn't include my kids. Mm-hmm. Now, and I have a very specific thing I do on social media. And I think where it gets tricky is when you don't have, a, if you're just showing up on social media, because that's what you do. I think this is a harder question to answer. If you're just bringing your life to social media and there's nothing wrong with that, that's your decision, your choice. But I think this is where you have to have some boundaries, some boundaries that you design for you and your family. But for me, it's like, well, I, I now show up on social media to do comedy and promote what I'm doing. So it's, yeah. it you know, there's just some things you're not, you're never now. I think if you scrolled a year ago, you see some of my kids, but now you ain't going to see any, you're not even seeing my husband. <clears throat> you don't see anything. Nothing. Yeah. You'll even see my mother who I, I pretty much the skits are based off of. So, and that has brought a lot of, she doesn't like that. She's not on social media though. So that helps yeah. me a lot, but that brings actually a lot of freedom to me Yeah, to know what to yeah. post. I'm not as like, crap, did I post that? You know, Ooh, who's going to see it? It's just, that's not happening for me as much. So Answering that question has been a huge gift to know why I'm showing up on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, Kim, you made a good point. Like your your professional social media brand is yeah. about your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason that you're showing images and stories from your family. Like I'm not a 
mommy blogger, even though I definitely am speaking to moms, but that's not like my niche. So, you know, I don't need to post a ton of pictures of my kids or my husband or anything. It's like, no, if, if it's relevant to what the story I'm telling of the day, then maybe, but I'm very particular about doing that. And like you said, Noel, your, your thing is comedy. Like you're just showing up, having a bit of fun and it, it's not about your kids or your family. Like that's not your topic and why you're showing up. I have a TikTok video that's, it's about me. It's well, it's, it's a parody kind of thing. And it's what happens if you grew up doing drama club, but your kid is an athlete and just the mistakes you make. (laughs) Cause I still call my kids uniforms, costumes and their practices. I still call them rehearsals. It's still an issue. So I have like a TikTok (laughs) video about that. And my one child agreed (laughs) to be a voice. Their face not in the video. So, and they love the fact that they got to be the voice. And they also love the fact that their face is not in the video. So I found ways to like incorporate, because, hey, we can do this together, have a bit of fun and make people laugh together. That's awesome. That's That's a value Look at this. Yes. Dropping some family culture vocabulary here, Kimberly. Nice. I love it. (laughs) Fun is a value for my family. And this is the best way to do that to both protect their privacy, help them not to get, you know, made fun of in middle school to the best of my ability. I can't control that. But, you know, we found a way. So I think you can get creative too. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, I, I want my kids to get more involved in some of the stuff that I'm doing. I've had them do a couple of videos for me and they've had some fun with it, but it, it's just, it, they're not consistent. Sometimes they're excited about it. And sometimes they're like, oh, please don't ask me to do it. Yeah. I think the other thing to like teach our kids about, you know, social media and their presence and all that. I have a very close friend of mine as a young adult, she made a comment that was was flippant. It was like a flippant joke, right? And someone caught a video of it and posted her and tagged her. She didn't like think anything of it, right? It it was just a flippant comment made really like it was in context and it was really horrible, but ultimately she had to move. She got fired from her job. She had to quit college and move out of the city that she was in because it was so devastating to her. And she moved like, we're talking like hundreds of miles away. And to this day, like when she goes out on a date, she literally has to tell people like, Hey, this is who you're going to, if you Google me or you Facebook me or whatever, you're going to find this. I just want you to know that I've grown past that girl. And this has been like a through line in her life. Wow, because of one gosh. flippant comment, right? Yeah. So I I shared that story because they know this young lady and they love her. I mean, she's amazing. She's like right. this really sweet, beautiful, you know, young lady. And I said, you know, that's her story. Mm. And so just be aware that everything that you say, everything, like even if it's quote unquote funny at the time, if it can be misconstrued or manipulated in such a way to make you out to be a villain, a horrible person, it's likely that that is going to happen. Someone's going to grab a hold of it mm-hmm. and splash it everywhere. And it yeah. can be detrimental to your life and your future. So just be really aware of, you know, what you're posting, who you're going to become, 
when you get to be on social media. My daughter keeps asking, mom, when do I get Instagram? Mom, when do I get TikTok? Mom, mom, mom. And I'm like, never. <laughs> yeah. We didn't think we didn't have to deal with any of with any of that when I was in my 20s. Yeah. I can't even imagine the stupid stuff I would have could have said. Goodness gracious. Oh gosh. I yeah. would never be able to do what I do today if there was social media when I was in my 20s. Forget no. it. No. Nope. I well, that's a different episode. I'm, <laughs> bring, I'm not even gonna bring up what I was about to say, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So what are some questions we can ask our kids to start the conversation about social media and us? What do you guys think? Because I want to give our listeners a way to start the conversation, some practical tools. So we can talk a little bit about, yeah, what should we be saying to our kids? What are the I questions think, we should ask them? How do you feel about what I post on social media? And yeah. the key to that is to let them tell you and not have a reactionary response of defense or Ooh, that's um, good noel <laughs> yeah i mean because i could be like well, crossing our arms yeah like <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't think i'm funny do you but <laughs> i think that that's and i had to that's the question i do ask like how do you feel about what i post and the thing is you know they because they don't have social media they don't see a lot of it but sometimes they do and they're like you know i they're funny. Like my one child's like, well, you know, mom, I think it's great that you're doing this. You're, you know, you're trying to do your dream. Like, <laughs> It's sort of like, you know, you're like, thanks. You're trying to be funny, but you know, keep going. You'll get there. Um, oh don't quit your like, day job, mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no like, and listen, the, the, the three of them are like this. Like I have my two kids and my husband and my husband's like, yeah, this is clever. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, really? Cause 160,000 people liked it. So yeah. I don't know what's wrong with you, <laughs> but I think that it's easy to get offended if they don't like it. It's good. So let them share their feelings and, and then ask good follow-up questions like, well, what would you prefer me? Would you prefer me not to be on social media at all? Because that's not going to happen. But I mean, just kind of letting there be a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Because I, I also think about what if it was flipped and they were documenting everything about me oh, without boy. my control over yeah. what goes out there. Like me losing my mind because someone leaves their shoes at the front door again. I trip for the 400th million time. Like, what if they, like, there's they my mom freaking out? Do that. I mean, or yeah. just yeah. even the dumb stuff I say. I mean, I'm kind of known. Those are the kind of videos that go viral. Those are the videos that go, listen, that's why they're on social media. There's a, there's more to that reason. No, just kidding. But yeah. I mean, I think that the idea is, I think my philosophy now in parenting is, I do think we have to show our kids, give them the respect and the dignity that they deserve to mm -hmm. some degree. I mean, if can a four-year-old really speak to this? No, in the sense that like, if you ask little four-year-old Sally, how do you feel about mommy posting on social media? They're, they're, they're just going to want to please you. But I would, I would challenge any listener and challenge myself to think, well, what if it was flipped and, you know, it was me that they were documenting. And how would I feel about that? So I don't know. It's this is a tough one, guys. And it's constantly yeah. changing. So yeah. this is a constant thing that we have to probably let our policies evolve too. 
Yeah. What, what, well, you brought up age. We didn't talk, we didn't touch on like, does age matter? I mean, I know people whose accounts are growing, growing, growing because they have the most adorable, yeah. beautiful little kids, but they're not going to be those little kids. And I'm, this is no criticism or judgment on them. No, it's no. just at what point, at what age do we start that conversation? Well, I mean, it's tough because I, let me tell you I see a cute little baby and it's like, oh, I mean, it makes my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's such a nuanced question. I don't like it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, that's good like, to say. I mean, like, it depends on the child, right? Maybe it depends on whether or not they have social media. What's yeah. the culture of the community you're in? I think it also uh, matters when they take an interest. Yeah. Right. So there's. I think that's the moment that you kind of need to figure out. Okay, they they have an interest in what they what you're sharing now. And I mean, that could be very young. Like I know six and seven year olds that are like, mom, let me see my picture. And they're, you know, they're scrolling their mom's Instagram to see the photos of them. And so that may be the age at which it's like, okay, you know, like, like you said, Noelle, you just say, oh, how do you like this? Do you like this post that mommy posted? And that doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to change it. You're still the parent. Right. But that begs the conversation to happen sooner. You know, then say like mm-hmm. my son who could give a rip and he's 12 years old, you know, right. he doesn't care. Right. He doesn't care. But my daughter is like, mom, you cannot post that. You know, she yeah. will definitely speak up whenever I'm like, what do you think of this? Like funny reel that I did. And I thought I it was so clever. And she's like, mom, it's dumb. Like, don't post that. So, <laughs> you know, I get that more often than not. I'm like, well, should I just be serious all the time? She's like, yeah, like stick with serious. You're so much better. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. Are you casting your pearl to the swine, Jess? Are you showing your stuff to somebody who should have no opinion? I I mean, you know, it's like, I I love to like poke fun at myself, at like, you know, uber Christian people. And they're like, unlike Noelle, like who has real handle on all of these characters. By the way, I might be your biggest fan, Noelle. So just saying. Well, can you tell that Um, to my daughter? Yeah, please. Our daughters (laughs) could get together. I don't know. They can commiserate about their mothers <laughs> on social media. <laughs> oh my gosh. But they I might shut us down. They might they, just say, they you know might what? shut us down. That's you're done. They might, yeah. I, I think that that's good, Jess. When do they take an interest? Definitely, mm-hmm. I think is good. And I think the trick the, the tricky part is to like kids do want to please for the most part. They want to make their parents happy. And you need yeah. to know, like, is your kid the kind of kid like I think we agree our daughters will tell us if they don't like something, but you could have a kid who just will never tell you, but inside will be dying. With yeah. Post. So I think you really do actually have to like go to the Lord and, and bring it to him too. And say, yep. Lord, well, you know, I'm doing the social media thing and I want to honor my family in this. Can you Holy Spirit show me, is there something I'm missing? And and maybe the Lord's going to reveal to you. Yeah. Like little Bobby. He's never going to tell you he hates this. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think like the Lord can fill in those holes sometimes for us. All the time, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been times when I've like delete, 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 delete. Because I just, I know there's a tap on my shoulder that's like, you don't need to post that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like Danny Shapiro said. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're writing a book and you're writing your your side of the story, that's yeah. one mm-hmm. thing. But the the last book I wrote, like there was a whole section it wasn't really my story to tell. It was someone else's story, but it was so relevant. 
I was like, this is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. So I went to that person and I asked for permission and I sent the the entire story and said, Hey, I need you to approve this and got uh-huh. documentation. Now, do we do that with our kids? Maybe, maybe we should and say, Hey, uh-huh. this is what I'm planning on posting. Yeah. Any edits you think I should make, you know, or is that, are you not comfortable with this? And if you're not comfortable, then you as a mother have to be strong enough to say, okay, I'll find uh-huh. something else. I'm creative enough, right? The Holy Spirit yes. is creative enough to find something yeah. different that won't make our children feel uncomfortable. Like let's not be part of the problem, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can keep in mind that we can eliminate unnecessary layers of information. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, we've learned this with writing, what they say, kill kill your your babies, right? Oh my, wait, like taking, oh gosh. <laughs> I it got real dark. I real don't, I don't stand. No, that's a, this. okay. That's a I Stephen King. I think I that's a Stephen King quote it. about writing. Kill your darlings. That's it. Okay. Oh my god. This is, this is the example that Jess gave. The thing you say <laughs> can be totally taken out of context. And nope. Kimberly no. Michi once said, no, Jesus Kim <laughs> said, kill the babies. No. Jesus Kim, kill the babies. Oh gosh. We're, I am not beyond <laughs> that. No, no, no. It's kill, the, kill your darlings. Kill your That's darlings. Okay. okay. So this whole idea of like, as writers, we will write and we'll write and we'll add these layers of detail that we right. just don't need. And if we can, right. if we can edit that down and just yeah. write the important thing, we can save mm-hmm. ourselves a lot of trouble. It's better writing. And I think that can be the same when it comes to posting. Like if you eliminate those ex- right. extra layers of information, I think it, it, that's one way we can cont- protect our kids' privacy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and hey, and this goes with spouses too, you know, mm-hmm. my husband is not, he does not want our, sometimes I'm like, just take one picture for me. People think we're getting a divorce. Just <laughs> people are sending me DMs saying we're on the prayer list because they think we've split up because there hasn't been a photo of you in a year. Yeah. Oh my God. So take the picture of with you know, but anyways, every once in a while you'll see him, but it's he's not he is never ever gonna do a reel with me or be in any of my skits. Never, never. Mm. So there you go. I have we wrap- the opposite. He's like the guy that's always selfies of all of us. And oh, I and follow actually, your husband on Instagram because he's so yeah. fun. Yep. My husband is documenting our life and then my account is just serious, you know, the professional Jesus Jess. Jesus Jess. <laughs> Jesus Jess. Come on. Get your life together. Would Get you? your life together. So good. <laughs> Man. So besides Noel, you mentioned earlier, why am I posting this? Are there any other questions we could be asking ourselves? I guess is this necessary? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think another good question, like a good framing question is 10 years from now, how will this reflect on my family or my child? That's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. Give you a little bit. It's like down the road. Will this be, can this be used against them in any way Mm. that you can think of? And I love what Noelle said. It's like the Holy Spirit can give you a lot of insight into that. But if you're willing to ask the question, then it can help you, you know, eliminate, like you said, like cut out some layers or even language that, yeah. you know, 10 years down the road might not reflect mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, this was an incredible 
Do you want to say something? Well, I was going to say too, sometimes I think we go through things and we feel inspired by what we've gone through and we want to write about it or, or talk about it on social media. And it's like the tough, deep stuff. And I would just encourage anybody, cause I've made this mistake. So learn from my mistakes to allow yourself to process it. And maybe even more than what you think you need to process, you know, go through the grieving, go through the processing before you say anything publicly mm-hmm. on your feed, because <clears throat> I'm going to give you an example, like a fake example. Like, let's say you um, go through something really hard in your in your marriage or whatever. Like, you know, just be aware that what you talk about and where you're at in the journey, it it will affect the people around you. And, and sometimes it's better to tell the story from a little bit of a distance because you're going to have a more fuller picture, a more healed picture with more understanding of other people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. So especially for those of us who are in the influence Christian um, writer world, I would even say we, we, because God teaches us lessons along the way through our pain, we want to share them, but just remember that sharing where you're at in your journey right there and then may not be the wisest thing. And it actually mm-hmm. might be wiser to let some time go, get a little more counseling, let, <laughs> let, let, let some other people process too, and let them, you know, just, I don't know if I'm making sense, but yeah, I think time is important and it can never hurt to wait a little bit longer than what you're even thinking you need to wait before you start talking about things that are private, not private, but personal, vulnerable that include your family. So Mm. I approve of this message. (laughs) Not kill your baby's message. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, this is good. All things for us to think about. All right. I did not do this in the beginning of the episode. So I'm going to ask you ladies now, what are some things that are making your mom life easier? Recommendations. Mm. Okay. Since I just got my hair done today, black light shampoo, anti-yellowing can get it on Amazon. What is this? It is heaven on earth, especially for those of us that have light colored hair. Yes. And I, my hair, it, I actually have reddish undertones, if you'll believe that. And so my hair always pulls like really brassy. And so yeah. this is my no, saving that grace. Be good for you. I know. Because you've got those, yeah. Yes. You should Black try Black light shampoo. Yep. Make sure that you get the anti-yellowing. Oh. So it's very specific. Black light. They have a blue one. I've not used that one. I've no. only used the anti-yellowing one. It's pretty pricey, but you don't need much of it. And literally it comes out of the bottle and it is like the darkest purple you've ever seen. <laughs> really? Yes. All right. Do you give it a go, it? Noelle? I want to see how it I works am. in your hair. Am, Do you I'm use it? No. Well, no, that's not true. I do because I don't wash my hair every day. Yeah. Okay. But like twice a week I use it and you you sh- you use it after your regular shampoo. And it's basically like a little bit of a toner in it. And so you let it sit on your hair for like 10 minutes and then you just wash it out just like regular shampoo. But it oh. is brilliant. Hmm. Black light shampoo. I'm getting my hair done in two weeks. So Ooh. I'm going to do I it. I can't wait. I know. What was the question? What's making my life easier? Your mom life easier. Your life easier. Well, catch excited. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if this is something that everyone can have, but my husband just 
scored a vintage bun coffee maker that used to be an old Charlie Brown steakhouse. So like the kind that you would see in a diner, it's like big commercial where there's three pots, two like regular and the decaf. life Because it will brew with under two minutes of full pot of coffee. And we're just having so much fun with it. But because we entertain quite a bit, it's kind of nice because we can just keep making as much coffee as needed. So I'm really excited about that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I might have to scroll through some vintage resellers to find one of those. That's awesome. Facebook marketplace. (laughs) Okay. That's also a lifesaver. I know. I was just going to say that too. Facebook marketplace, please. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You have now found the resources for all things. But you, Kimberly. Well, my husband decided he was going to buy an air fryer on Black Friday. So we now have an air fryer and I made dinner with it tonight. And I know there's so many people that love theirs and I've probably been resistant to it for way too long, but I, we have these, I accidentally bought these Tyson chicken breasts from Costco. I thought they're the ones the kids like, but they're under, they're uncooked. So when they try to make them for quick snacks, they're not quick snacks. Like you go, you cut into them and you're like, oh, they still have to cook. We have to put them back in the oven. It's like a good 20, 30 minutes to cook these things in the oven. 14 minutes in the air fryer. Wow. Yes. And I heard it's amazing for like salmon and French fries come out crispy. And so I only made one meal, but I have a funny feeling there's a few things that are going to be made a lot easier. Well, I want to hear it because it sort of sounds like a cult, the air fire thing. Everybody is getting into it. And I'm like, Noel, can we have a skit about the air fire? <laughs> I think we, I think I feel a skit coming. There's like on. an instant pot cult who are, like everybody makes <laughs> yeah. everything out of their instant pot. It's like I'm okay. part of the instant pot cult. I love that. Are you? <laughs> yes. I oh have gosh, one, yes. but I'm not, I'm not a true believer. My big thing was that we had to have a find a place for it or I was going to make him take it back because I don't want anything on my counters. Mm -hmm. And we had to be able to store it somewhere that could easily get it out, like not in the basement or in, you know, the shed, like it needed to be in my kitchen somewhere. So my husband found a way to rearrange some cabinets, move some shelves, and he made it work and it's easy to, you know, access. And as long as that's the case, I'm like, all right, we can give it a try. But so far it was pretty amazing and I hear it's going to be good. So. I'll keep you posted. Stay tuned. All right. Well, thank you so much, ladies. This was awesome. I really enjoyed this conversation. If you want to dig deeper into what we've talked about on the podcast each week, check out the Build Your Best Family Facebook group. It's where we hang out with some fabulous women to practice what we've learned. There's also encouragement, group coaching, and incredible resources there too. Remember, family culture is not about perfect, it's about purpose.